everyone um we're back with another edition of the logo um i'm joined with my guest today uh joshua martin josh what's up yo what's going on logan good to be here yeah it's great to have you man um so penn state football um mm-hmm. it's off to a great start already uh, uh you know, i won't say that i mean <laughs> they, I mean, they, uh, they kind of scared me a little bit there yesterday there logan with that uh uh Short game against Penn's uh, against uh, Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, I mean, pretty much the season's been Idaho. That was a mismatch. That wasn't even a game. Oh, that, <laughs> dude! You know why they played that game? They played that game so they can give Idaho money, so we can get a sure win. That's what that game was. No one's ever going to convince me of that. I was like, oh yeah, we did that for the competition. <laughs> and then they had Buffalo, which, I mean, that was a little bit better team. But, again, that wasn't really a game. But, yeah, like you said, Pittsburgh, that was a tough matchup. That was an evenly – evenly. I think those teams are probably even, like, as regards to players on both teams. So, it was a good game. Yeah, the, the, the Pittsburgh's quarterback was – he impressed me a lot, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. I'm still interested. I'm kind of up in the air about how I feel about Sean Clifford. Um, oh. He's a little young, lit, young yet. What do you think of him, Sean Clifford? He, like you said before, he's young. So I think he still has a little bit to learn. From my recollection, he's a junior, I think. He's a sophomore, I believe. But Is he a sophomore? I, yeah. thought, I thought he was a junior. Well, if he's only a sophomore, then I I don't really – I mean, he's a redshirt sophomore. That's what he is. Correct. Sophomore. That's what I thought. I, 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 I thought he was a junior. But, nope. yeah, he, he he just needs more experience. I mean, he's and coming that's... off of Trace McSorley. So, who better to learn from than Trace McSorley? So. Yeah, well, have you seen Trace McSorley in the NFL so far? Like, at least in the preseason, I don't think he's played a whole lot. Well, no, I mean, he's with the Ravens, and the Ravens have Lamar Jackson, who's playing oh. the game of his life. So, Oh, my gosh. That, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit, but, yeah. Yeah, he had, like, five touchdowns. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the big story for me is I'm interested in seeing um, the rest of their schedule. Now, this coming Friday, they have a game at Maryland. No, no. They have a bye next week. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that game's on the 27th. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. That is the 27th. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at the date right now. That's next Friday. But, yeah, yeah still, next- like, that game with Maryland, that's going to be a big test for them, I think. Yeah, but did you see the Maryland game yesterday, too? I mean, they had their hands full with Temple. I did, so. but, like, it's a tough place to play, Maryland. I mean, Temple. Now, the thing that intrigues me the most is after that, they have a matchup with Purdue, which should be a win. That should but be a win. The next yeah. three games after that are Iowa, Michigan, and then Michigan State. Aren't um, isn't the isn't the Iowa Michigan State game? Those are both away. I'm pretty sure. Correct. Now, my prediction for these, I see them getting past Iowa, and I see them getting past Michigan. Um, Michigan State, I feel, is probably going to be the test. Mm-hmm. It's going to come down to. Michigan's defensive line versus the offensive line of Penn State. Now, the Penn's offensive line of Penn State has been doing good thus far. 
I mean, you got the four-headed monster back there with uh, Slade, with, uh, Kane, Noah, yeah. Journey Brown, and Devin Ford for the running backs for Penn State. But right now, the guy, that, the guy that impressed me the most out of the four yesterday was Noah Kane. He he just bulldozed whatever was in front of him yesterday. Devin Ford, he didn't do too bad. But I don't think Ricky Slade poorly played at all yesterday. Well, Journey Journey Brown played a lot. Kane played a lot. Devin Ford was in for like a drive or two. Um, I don't think. Yeah, you're right. I don't think Slade played at all. But still, like he's on that depth chart as the those four guys are their main targets. And and that's and that's going to be good. They're all young, which means they'll get better. Exactly. I mean, yeah. their oldest is Journey Brown, I believe, who's a sophomore. So, yeah, he is. The other three are freshmen. So, like, I was gonna say, Noah Kane's a freshman, and Ricky Slade, he's a sophomore. Oh, that's that. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was there last year behind uh, Sanders mm-hmm. last year. So he he he's a sophomore, but I can see him getting a lot better. Journey Brown, definitely, they all have potential, all of them. Yeah, and, like, and then State, I mean, Penn State has one of the. I think they have, if not the deepest, one of the deepest running back cores in the country. And that's like going alongside Alabama, Clemson, LSU, all those big other teams. Penn State has a big, huge running back core with that. Especially if you're being compared with Alabama with running backs. Oh, yeah, that's. You're doing pretty good. <laughs> exactly. If you're being compared to Alabama on anything, you're doing pretty good. Um, but then after that, we have, of course. I think is probably going to be the biggest test for Penn State. They're going to Ohio State on the 23rd. Um, so my overall prediction for the season, I see them finishing 10-2. and two. Um, I see them losing to Michigan State and then Ohio State. Those you are the two. Ohio State? Yeah, I, I do see them losing to Ohio State. Like I said, the big test is going to be how that offensive line holds up for the rest of the year and how those running backs, if they can continue to be as dominant as they've been. The one thing that I uh, I see them go, I don't know. That Ohio State game, like, I go back and forth with that all the time because I know like how good Justin Justin Fields he's playing out of his mind right now. I don't know if you've been watching highlights from the Ohio State games. I haven't. I've been. I haven't really watched much of college. I've been watching Penn State. Um, I watched the Clemson game yesterday against Syracuse. That wasn't much of a game. No, <laughs> that wasn't a game. But I, I watched about three quarters of that game, and I, oh, I, got... I also watched the Bama game. Even though I hate Alabama, I just wanted to see South Carolina beat them. But I thought they were. And then, but the one thing with the Syracuse, I want to talk about the Syracuse, uh, Bama, uh, the Syracuse Clemson game for a minute. Syracuse could have beat them because. I'm... I'll tell you something. Trevor Lawrence did not look as good as he normally does. He hasn't looked good all year. He does. He has. And you're you're absolutely right with that. But Syracuse, they had the ball on the two. First and goal. And they they took them all four tries. They didn't even try the field goal. They went forward on fourth and goal like from the three, and they didn't punch it in. When you can't do that, I mean, you're asking to get a loss, in my opinion, with that. But that's – I don't know. Now, I'm glad you brought up Trevor Lawrence. Um because there's actually a rumor I've been hearing. I don't know as to how true this rumor is. Um, so 
if you are not familiar, Vince McMahon is reopening up XFL. Yes, I have There's heard that. There's been talks with Trevor Lawrence from Vince McMahon as after this year, instead of entering the NFL draft, he would like Trevor Lawrence to come and play for the XFL. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's true, but. I don't know where you're that rumor at, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't hold him. I wouldn't put a bet on it. Well, no. I mean, if you had a chance to play in the NFL over the XFL, you're going to choose the NFL hands down. Well, easily. He, he, Trevor yeah. Lawrence, when he's eligible to go in the draft, he'll be the number one overall pick. I don't know. If he keeps having the year he's having, a lot of people could surpass him. Other quarterbacks that don't have well of a year with the team that they had, but they still go number one. I mean, look at Saquon Barkley. He went number two overall and that was when I know Penn State wasn't like they weren't bad at all but they weren't the best team in the country but yet Saquon went number two overall in the draft because of how good he was right. well look at what he's done with that Saquon's probably the best running back in the league right now oh our, yeah he is in my opinion he is like, yeah, like so. I watch I watch first take a lot and mm-hmm. they always and uh, they always talk about how Pod Gurley is probably just as good as Saquon Barkley. I, I don't know if he's just injured or he's not playing right, but I don't see how he's just as good as Saquon. Or, okay, this is the this is one of the ones I want to talk about, is between the argument between Ezekiel Elliott and Saquon Barkley. Those are the, the – arguably, those are the two best running backs in the league. Okay. Ar- argument. The Calvin Kamara from the Saints, he's in the mix. He's he, he's really good too, but let's just talk about uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Saquon Barkley for a minute. Like, think about it. Saquon Barkley probably had the probably the worst offensive line in the NFL last year. Am I am I wrong to say that? No, he's not wrong, and he still does, to be honest. But he, he probably does have one of the worst ones in the league this year too. But and and look at Ezekiel Elliott. Like, did you see how much money Jerry Jones spent on that offensive line? Yeah, you see how much money they spent on re-signing Ezekiel Elliott, too? Yeah, that, too. That, too. But just think about it. Reverse the roles for a minute. Say that Ezekiel Elliott was on the Giants and Saquon Barkley was on the, uh, was on the Cowboys. Saquon Barkley could easily have, if not, a thousand more yards than he did last year. You realize you could put me in the backfield for the Cowboys and I'd still do as good because of that line. You can put anybody back there, and you could still because of that line. Yeah, but I'm. Yeah, but like, get the point. I'm trying to get across here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I he, totally get it. He is like, to me, he is not miles above, but he's well above Ezekiel Elliott's uh, playability. Is if that's how you want to put it. They have different play styles too. If they you do. think about it, Saquon is more, in my opinion. Behind Le'Veon Bell, he's the best receiving running back. Mm-hmm. Elliott really isn't a receiving back. He relies more on his speed and power to get him. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but, but here's the thing. With Saquon Barkley also has power and speed, too. True. But he's like the complete package. Saquon oh, yeah. has everything. He's got the hands. He's got the speed. He's got the foot. He's, he's got the footwork. Yeah. Everything. Exactly. So... If you ever post him, that's what a model running back would be. If you want to look at a model running back, look at Saquon Barkley. That's what you want. Exactly. 
Um, so let's move on to the NFL. Um, All right. Today, this is probably the biggest set of games we have today. Um, okay. Let me just name off some of the games. Right now, I'm currently watching the Seahawks versus the Steelers. What's the score to that game? Um, right now, it is 21 to 19. Seahawks are ahead. It's in the fourth quarter. Now, Ben went down. He did. Ben went down before halftime with an elbow injury. Um, but somehow, Mason Rudolph is still kind of keeping them in it. Um, but it's not looking good for the Steelers right now. Well, Mason Rudolph, he's not a bad QB. He's out of uh, he's one out. He's out of Oklahoma State, correct? Yep, he is that. He's got a big arm. He's from Oklahoma State. Yeah, that's why I figured. I'll turn it on here in a minute. So another game, which is probably this is picked as America's game of the week: Saints and Rams. Now, this goes back to last year, the AFC Championship game with the controversial no-call on the uh, pass interference. Did you see that play? Uh, everyone in America saw that play, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making sure. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> and everyone thought it was pass interference, but besides that ref that was standing two feet away from it. Exactly. Even Sean Payton react to a call like that ever. Exactly. So – I was watching NFL Sunday on Fox before this game. And they did an interview. They sat down with Sean McVay and Sean Payton. And Sean McVay, who's the coach of the Rams, even said that it was a pass interference call. So that right there sums it up that they missed. They like the Saints should have been in the Super Bowl last year. Oh, it 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 should have been the Saints and the Chiefs. Other than the Saints and the Chiefs, the Chiefs got screwed out of that game too. Just true. Because, uh, it wasn't this one specific call; it was the whole game. But the yeah, one, that is. But the one thing, well, I'm not going to get off on a tangent about this, but everyone has their uh, thing. Patrick Mahomes is like the next best thing. Well, you have to keep an eye on that phrase. The next best thing. He's coming up. He's there, but he's not. He doesn't have that clutch performance underneath his belt that he can rely on. He, he had a he had a he had a chance at it last year when he played the uh, the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. He had that opportunity and he missed it. Mm-hmm. So I haven't I haven't had the chance to see the Chiefs play yet this year, but apparently he's off to a fantastic start, like he was last year. Now maybe this year will be the year. Who knows? Now, at the beginning of the year, for my fantasy team, I was kind of up in the air because a lot of the people were saying they don't feel that Patrick Mahomes will have the same season as he did last year. Oh, I think he will. And I don't see him having the same season he did last year. He'll still have an awesome season. But I think now teams are going to start to realize, okay, now they're going to know how to, how to defend against Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. They're going to know that if he throws it up to Travis Kelsey, I'm sorry, that ball's getting caught no matter who you are because Travis Kelsey is probably the most dangerous weapon in football right now. I don't know about that. About the, well, Get- about the trade that, uh, that uh, Brown going to the 
Antonio Brown going to the Patriots. We're going to talk about that eventually, so might as well talk about it now. Yeah, so what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, my thoughts, well, they were the, my favorites to win the Super Bowl anyway this year. Now they're my definite favorites to win the Super Bowl this year. I mean, they were good before they got him. I still don't see them winning the Super Bowl. Well, if, here's why. If they don't win the Super Bowl, it's going to be a failure. So, my prediction for the Super Bowl is Cowboys Chiefs. I don't the know. The reason I, I say that is Antonio Brown, he's playing today and he's doing amazing. Um, however, I don't know if you heard about the scandal with his ex. Yeah, um, I, I, I guess trainer or whatever. Uh, allegations against him. I did hear that, yes. Yeah, the league has been talking about suspending him for a few games. But so, on that I'm right interested now. in seeing. He'll get a suspension. He'll probably get a, a three to four game suspension for it. Yeah, I can see that. Year four, he won't do that. That's a little overkill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But they are definitely my Super Bowl as as much as it, 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 it pains me to say this, and it's coming out of my mouth. If they don't win the Super Bowl, it, that, that that that'll be quite embarrassing. Now let's you have, let's hold hold off on the Tom Brady discussion. What I was going to say, let's hold off on the Tom Brady discussion right now because I have a plan for that later on in the podcast. But go ahead, continue to talk about Edelman. Okay. Go ahead. You can talk about AB. Edelman, you said. You were talking about Edelman. Yeah. I'll tell you something. Edelman. He is probably the best slot receiver in the NFL. Just Very true. That, 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 that's just my personal opinion. You can take it or leave it. But even... Edelman's the best slot receiver in the NFL. And he, dude, he takes hits like no one else. He hangs on to that ball. Yeah. Now, I hate to interrupt, but as we're talking here, I'm lo- I'm watching the game, and James Conner just went down with a knee injury for Pittsburgh, so he's out for the game as well. Oh, he is? Yeah, so it's not looking good. Our running back and quarterback are down. So it's 21-19 right now, but. Yeah, but anyway, let's talk about some more games. Let's let's talk about how about the Ravens and Cardinals with Lamar Jackson versus Kyler Murray. Like mm. Lamar Jackson, where did he come from? He's he's thrown. He threw five touchdowns last week. This week already, he's gotten three. He's gotten three already today. I haven't watched the game at all. All of last year, he had six total touchdown passes an entire year. So, in two games, he's thrown as much or more than he did all last year. That's incredible. That is incredible. Like, that show, that's his Heisman Trophy numbers coming out right there. Oh, yeah. Without that's a, a doubt. big trade where they sent Flacco to Denver, and they went with uh, Lamar Jackson as their go-to guy. I was kind of questioning that, but he's making like, me. Uh, Flacco. I'll only talk about this for like 30 seconds. Flacco, he had that one good year where they went to the Super Bowl and won. And after that, he stunk. Yeah, I mean, he's still a veteran. Oh, Seahawks just got a touchdown. 
So, all right. So more games. Let's talk about your Eagles. Okay. Eagles, yeah. Falcons. Um, now you watched the game last week. It was well, the, all the all the Falcons the Eagles game. I did. Yes. It was tough to watch. I mean, they barely squeezed by the Redskins. They they did they did. But here's the thing, though. The, the Eagles' offense with with Deshaun uh, Jackson and Wentz, they are a threat anywhere on the field. They can score from pretty much anywhere on the field that they want to. And Jackson, with his speed, he'll, he'll outrun anybody on any defense, too. I mean, he's getting up there in age, but he's still got the wheels. He oh, yeah, he still has wheels, no doubt about that. But the thing is, the Eagles have such an wide receiving core that's. Frank, I, I, I'm like I know I'm an Eagles fan. I'm I'm trying not to be biased with it. They have easily the top three wide receiving core in the whole league. Yeah, they are pretty impressive. Yeah, well, you're Zachary's in the mix there. Tight end. That's a deadly offense. Alshon Jeffrey, Nelson Aguilar, uh, Dallas Goddard, and Deson Jackson. Mm-hmm. And that's five, and two of those are and two of those are tight ends, and 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 I don't know if you watch the Eagles as much as I do, but they rely heavily on the tight end game. Now, been doing years ever since when when uh, Andy Reid was there, they did that. When Chip Kelly was there, they did that, and when Peterson came there, they they always use the tight ends all the time. Now I'm interested in. I know my opinion. So, Carson Wentz went down last year, second year in a row, he was injured. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you think he gets injured again? Do you think he stays healthy this year? What do you think? I think he stays healthy. And here's the reason why. He uh, changed his diet from the last two years. And I think that will help him stay more healthy. Because he, he's getting more active, he's getting more used to the NFL. It takes players two or three years to get used to the NFL style of play. There's not that many players that can go straight from college to the NFL and make a big difference. I'm not saying there is a player that can do that. There is. He's on. The NFL, he stormed the NFL last year, and he just yeah. And he's one of the top tier running backs in the league. Only in the see how that goes. Only two games into the year, and he hasn't played yet. They play at four o'clock today, correct? Oh uh, yes, they do. They play okay. Atlanta at four, so they have a tough matchup, though. Those so they play not- Washington at four. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Giants play Washington at four. Yeah. But we'll see how it is. But with Carson Wentz and with that ACL pair, you can't come back back within a year. I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. it takes two years for that. So that way you don't think about it. You know what I mean? It reminds me of somewhat of a – now, I hate to compare him to this guy, but Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford was another guy who came out of college, was projected to do big things, and he went down his first year. Then he was injury prone after that. He also had an ACL tear. He did. And that ACL tear ruined his career, in my opinion. 
So it'll be interesting. Wentz didn't have a very promising first game. He played good, but he can do much better. It was the first. That was he hasn't. He didn't play at all the preseason. Exactly. That's why I'm saying he's still good. Like he still played good for it being his first game back. Um, but you could definitely tell that he was shaking off some rust. I could definitely see that. But I think I think he'll be fine. I think I think they'll be good. They'll make the playoffs. They'll either get the wild card, or the, the top wild card spot, or they'll get or they'll win the game. Because I don't think they'll be I, I they'll beat Dallas once for sure. It's pretty hard to beat a team twice, right? So I don't know if they'll they'll either beat them in Dallas or in Philly. One so you say Eagles get wild card. Who do you think wins that division then? No, I said I said if they lose to the Cowboys twice. Oh, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild card, but if they only lose to the Cowboys once and win the other game, mm-hmm. they'll win the division because they'll beat they'll beat Washington twice. They'll beat Washington again. They'll beat the, they'll beat the Giants twice, or no, uh, the Redskins. Excuse me, twice. And there's the, the, there's, there's those two game sweeps right there. And they'll beat the Cowboys one out of three times. Yeah. So, so they will win out that division if they beat the Cowboys only one because they'll beat the Giants twice and they'll beat the uh, the Redskins twice. So, but if they but if they lose to the Cowboys twice, the Cowboys will get the wild card spot, or or the Cowboys will get the division spot and the Eagles will get the wild card spot. So it all depends on those two games that they play between each other. Yeah, I think it's wide open between the Giants, Cowboys, and Eagles. Like, any of those three teams are mm-hmm. probably... What about the Giants? The Giants, they're very, very wild card. If they can get their act together, I'm sure they can beat some teams. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. with all these talks about quarterbacks, um, a lot of comparisons have been made in multiple sports of who the best ever is. Mm-hmm. When you think of some of the comparisons, of course, you think of Michael Jordan versus LeBron. You think of um, Yogi Berra versus Babe Ruth. You think of Babe Ruth and Barry Bonds. Like, those are some comparisons. I'm interested in who you feel the best quarterback of all time is. Now, I think I know what you're going to say, and I hope that I'm right. So, who do you think the best quarterback of all time is, and why? I- there's so many, dude. I uh, uh, that's a tough one. It's so, gonna be a tie. It's a tie. Can I, can I say two of them? Go ahead. Terry Bradshaw and Tom Brady. Ooh, I was not expecting Terry Bradshaw. Why do you think Bradshaw and Brady are? I'm interested. Why do you think that? Well, and for two different reasons, Brady, no matter who's on his team, they're automatically better because he's on there. Oh, oh, okay. No matter who it is, you can. They have a lacrosse player from Penn State on their team, Logan, and he's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Okay. Okay, that's Chris Hogan, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. He's not on there anymore, but yeah, he was last year. Last year, and he was one of Brady's top targets besides yeah. that. And 
the reason I picked Bradshaw was because he 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 just learned how to take hits. He was able to get the ball. He won multiple Super Bowls in the seventies too against hard hitting teams. That I mean. And he didn't have all these audibles and all these uh, uh, plays coming in via via a speaker in their helmet. He had the call plays on the field as he saw them. That's the reason I picked Terry Bradshaw and Tom Brady. Because, like, one's a little bit more modern. One's stuck back in the early stages of the NFL. Well, not early stages, but kind of like in the late 60s, early 70s, middle 70s. That's why I picked those two. Okay, um, so now I'm trying not to go off on a tangent, okay. but my prediction can be a little bit lengthy, okay? I've done research over the last couple weeks as we were planning this podcast out. I've looked at every number, every stat imaginable, and I've come to the conclusion that Tom Brady is not the best quarterback like everybody says he is. Okay. The guy I feel is the best quarterback of all time is Peyton Manning. That, mm-hmm. And here's why, okay? You and I can sit here all day and we can talk about Tom Brady winning six Super Bowls, Terry Bradshaw winning four Super Bowls. We can do that all day. Mm-hmm. But when you look at who the best ever is, if you're thinking as from a championship aspect, then is Michael Jordan the best basketball player ever? No, because he didn't win the most championships. He didn't is, win the most championships. Is Babe right. Ruth the best baseball player ever? No, because he didn't win the most championships. So if you're looking at it from a championship aspect, then yes, Tom Brady has more championship wins than anybody else. Okay. But the question I asked was, who is the greatest quarterback? To okay. me, Super Bowl rings is a team accomplishment. Okay. Okay. Not one person in the NFL can go out there and say that them, single-handedly, they played all 11 positions on the field themselves and single-handedly took their team to the Super Bowl. Not one player can say that. You have to have help from somewhere, okay? So let me just give you some stats for a little bit here. Okay. So you look at every individual record that a quarterback could possibly have, okay? Single-season touchdown record. Peyton Manning broke that record twice. He owns the record with 55. Yes. Single season passing yards. Yes. Peyton Manning has 5,500 passing yards a single season. Career passing touchdowns. Manning has it. Brady's only 20 away. He'll probably break it this year. Career passing yards. Manning. But again, Brady's only 1,000 yards behind. So he'll break that within the next couple weeks. But Brady has the most wins. Now, what is the most shocking is, yes, Brady has is going to beat Manning in a couple of those stats, but Brady's been in the league 20 years. Peyton Manning's been in there 17. That's, yeah, that's a big stat right there. That's yeah. yeah. Also, Peyton Manning... Okay, no one has ever played like Peyton Manning has. Okay, before Peyton Manning, everybody thought of Dan Marino as one of the best ever or Joe Montana. Okay, nobody could play like Dan Marino and have the best individual stats. 
as Dan Marino had. Okay. Back in the 90s, it was an MVP year if you were able to throw 4,000 yards in one season. Manny did it five years in a row. Five years in a row, he had 4,000 yards and 25 touchdowns. When they won the Super Bowl, he had 4,000 yards and 31 touchdowns. Everybody loved Peyton Manning, which is why he has all those commercials. He's still doing all those commercials even after he's retired. Okay. I can see where you're getting at with that one. The only reason, like, like the, the question I had to think on my on my feet a little bit there, now that I'm thinking about after all those stats you told me, Peyton Manning, but if you, if you minus the Super Bowl rings from it, he probably is the best quarterback. Now, there's more. If you'd like to hear it, I can – easily for our listeners define why Peyton Manning is the best. Good. So um hang on, where am I? Because I wrote this down because I wanted to talk about it. It took more and more stuff to hang Oh okay. So quarterbacks everywhere began to copy Peyton Manning's no huddle offense. Okay. Quarterbacks such as Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, and even Tom Brady. Tom Brady does that today. He has a, he has a no huddle, hurry up offense, which is part of the reason why he's been in the league so long and he's still healthy at the age he is. He'll be forty two. That's ridiculous. That, Brady can that's pretty much thank Manning. Can pretty much thank Manning for him being in the league still. Okay, okay. so Manning has changed it more than Brady. Okay, there's a couple more reasons. I'm sorry that I'm going off on a tangent, but I just want to. Make this known. So, even though I said that team accomplishments don't matter, the number one argument that I'm hearing from people is, oh, well, Tom Brady's clutch in the playoffs. He's got so many postseason wins in the playoffs that he's the best uh, playoff quarterback ever. Okay? Mm -hmm. Peyton Manning is 3-2 and against Tom Brady in the playoffs. Not only is he three and two against Brady, he's three and one in AFC championships. He is. So when he needs to win, he wins against Brady. He does. Including Okay. I have an argument for one of those. I'm I'm not trying to play devil's advocate against you against Peyton Manning. I love Peyton Manning. I love watching him play. My dad watched him every Sunday. I watched him every Sunday when we could. The only thing is though that last Super Bowl he won. He relied the, – the Broncos relied so heavily on their defense to win them that championship. Uh, if, uh, if you let me finish, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm yeah. getting there. That's coming, man. Um, so, let's go back to 2006 when they, <laughs> they were in the AFC championship game with the Patriots. It was Colts versus Patriots. Mm-hmm. Colts were down 21-3. to Mm-hmm. Colts came back because Peyton Manning led them back 38-34. to 34. They ended up winning. Oh, and might I add, that's the year they won the Super Bowl against the Bears. Yeah. The only time that Brady beat Manning was early in his career when he relied on his defense, when he relied on guys like Ty Law, when he relied 100% on Bill Belichick to make decisions for him. Now let's get into – this one's going to be questionable. We're going to get into the cheating scandals, okay? Okay. The Spygate and the Flategate. 
Now, this is not me saying. You don't have to worry about that. This is not me saying whether or not they happen. I'm not going to. This is not opinionated. This is just the facts that I was given from the research I've done. So. In Brady's two playoff wins. Okay. Deflategate and Spygate weren't even uncovered. And the, mm-hmm. the Patriots won Super Bowls on both of them. And it's reasonable to say that had they been uncovered, they could have lost both of those Super Bowls. Oh, easily. So that would make Brady and Manning tied with Super Bowl rings at that time. Now, yeah. Brady, Brady, of course, won it last year. Yes. So he'd be up by one. So he'd only have four rings. He wouldn't have six. So there's that. Now well, let's... He could, he, I'll tell you, so he could have eight, but yeah. the kind of prevented that, but we won't get into that today. Uh, Peyton's brother. See, Brady can't play against Mannings because Eli Manning is his kryptonite. He can't beat Eli Manning in the Super Bowl, and he can't beat Peyton Manning in AFC Championship games. <laughs> so the Mannings are his kryptonite. I believe that. <laughs> so let's go back to uh, an argument that you made earlier. You said that Tom Brady – Everybody he plays with plays better, okay? Yes. I'm not going to disagree with you on that because he has elevated Julian Edelman, Wes Welker, Chris Hogan, more names you could add to that list. Rob Gronkowski even you could add to that list. Um, but look at the people who Peyton Manning have elevated. When Marvin Harrison, who is a, a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Oh, without a doubt. Before he played with Peyton Manning, Harrison averaged 700 yards a season. That's not good. When Peyton Manning was his quarterback, Marvin Harrison had eight straight seasons of 1,000 yards. Mm-hmm. When I, I loved watching that play when I was younger. Those, me and my dad always, like, during half times of those games, we would always go up, Peyton Manning to Marvin Harrison down the side. Like, it was <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Marvin Harrison and Peyton Manning, those were some of those duos that you will never see again. And then Reggie Wayne came in, and the same thing happened. Mm-hmm. Now, you can say, what about Randy Moss and Tom Brady? Randy Moss was already established as a Hall of Famer before he even came to New England. Mm-hmm. So Brady did not elevate Randy Moss. Randy Moss was already elevated. So, Yeah, I can't agree with that. Now, what about... I have an argument for you with this. Now, I'm kind of shaky on this. When did Heinz Ward enter the league in the NFL? Let's see. He left? It doesn't matter when he left. It's when he began. Being a Steelers fan, I don't even know this. I want to say 99, 2000, 99 or 2000. Yeah, one of those two. Well, anyway, he I think he kind of elevated Roethlisberger to where he is now, too. Well, yeah. Because Ford is, without a doubt, probably one of the best wide receivers to ever play the game. Arguably. He's in the top ten, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But Ben took what he learned from Heinz Ward, and he has helped elevate so many people to this day. 
Antonio Brown. In my opinion, Ben Roethlisberger is underlooked and is probably top three quarterback in the league right now. Uh, uh, you can have Brady and Rodgers are kind of tied. Then you have Drew Brees, and then there's Ben Roethlisberger. Who are the top two? I said Brady and Rodgers are kind of tied with that first oh. spot. Oh, and oh, then oh. you have Drew Brees. Yeah. I thought you tied at five. I'm like, okay, well, I thought you tied at the top spot. Okay. No. So let's get back to this Peyton Manning debate. So let me answer your what you had about defenses, okay? Okay. So in their careers, Tom Brady has played with, I believe it was 14 top 10 defenses in the NFL. 14 of them. Peyton Manning has played with seven. Tom Brady has played with 12 defensive All-Pros. Peyton Manning has played with, with four defensive All-Pros. Okay. So it's safe to say – oh, and here's another stat that I'm just now realizing, even as I'm reading what I wrote. So you know the story of how Brady entered the league and he came in for Drew Bledsoe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So – he wasn't the starter then. When Brady became the starter, of course, he changed Patriots football. When Brady went down, the team went 11-5 and five without Brady. In 2011, when Peyton Manning was having those neck issues, he yes. went down. His team was 2-14 and 14 without Tom Brady or without Peyton Manning. Okay. So you can say that Tom Brady and the Patriots won those games because of Bill Belichick and the defenses that they had. Now, here's another stat, and this is my last one because I've gone on a tangent for too long. (laughs) Peyton Manning played for five different head coaches, okay? Yes. Tom Brady's played with one. Peyton Manning has taken four of those head coaches to a Super Bowl. He's had to learn three different offensive systems. Okay. Well, and when he went to Denver, I think he kind of brought his system along with him. And then he told the offensive coach, like, hey, we're doing this. And they're like, okay. And that's how that went down. <laughs> because at that point in his career, you don't change what's working for that quarterback. If you bring that quarterback in, like 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 the way Denver did with Manning, you you surround your offense around what he likes. Exactly. That's why you... Yeah, that that team was built around. But then again, look at that defense that the Broncos had. You oh can yeah. Say, like that's the only year where you're kind of questioning Peyton Manning's dominance is because he had Von Miller, he had to keep to leave, he had Chris Harris. He had all these guys on defense helping him. Like, that's the only year where there's a question mark. Okay, is Bate Manning good? So, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this last one, Peyton Manning is also the only quarterback to win a Super Bowl with two different teams. That ends my tangent and my rant about why Peyton Manning is the best quarterback of all time over Tom Brady. He's the only quarterback to win Super Bowl with two different teams. Yes, the only quarterback in NFL history. I never knew that. To win a Super Bowl with two different teams. You know, I got to do my research, dude. You've been 
you've been pulling me out of water today. With this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I was passionate about this debate. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because... Yeah. Research on my stuff that we talk about. Yeah. So let's <laughs> let's change up the topic. Um, today, right. or tonight, rather, there's a big pay-per-view for WWE. Mm-hmm. Clash of Champions. So, have you been watching... Like anything up to Clash of Champions as of late? Uh, I've been watching Raw. Not so much a SmackDown, but I've been watching Raw a lot. Okay. So, the one, the, the, the one match I'm looking forward to the most, and probably the most people are looking forward to the most, is uh, two matches that Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman have with each other. But, uh, that's, what, that's what I'm interested in the most tonight. Okay. So, I don't know who I'm going to watch. Getting back to the Eagles. Because the Eagles play the same time the pay-per-view starts. So, I don't know who I'm going to be watching. I don't know what I'm going to be <laughs> You can go back and forth. Have the Eagles on your phone and then do the – Yep. Or mm-hmm. vice versa. So uh, – Yeah, I, I could be doing that. What do you say we run down the card and we pick the winners of these matches? Okay. Do you have the card in front of you? Because I know – I do. Um, Okay, good. Okay. Trust me, I did my I did my homework. So okay. the first match, most of the card, I just don't, I just can't memorize it. Now there's a lot of people on here. I don't know if you know because I don't even know some of them. Okay. So the cruiserweight championship match is between. Don't even. Uh, I don't know any of those guys. Yeah. So uh, put that one off to the boys' side. <laughs> put that one off to the side. Um, yeah. the women's tag title match. Okay. We have Bliss and Cross versus Fire and Desire, also known as Sony Deville and Mandy Rose. Okay. Now, to me, Bliss and Cross are probably the most un like you don't see them as a tag team. That is like the weirdest tag team. But they're making it work. They're making it work. They are making it work. So, what is your prediction of this match? Uh, I predict that Blitz, Blitz and Cross are going to hold the tag, are, are going to have the tag titles again. They'll they'll beat they'll beat Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. I I as well picked that. Um, yeah. Now the next matchup, Deville and uh, Rose are going to put up an amazing match against them. They're they're going to take them to the limit. Yeah. But I, I got Blitz and Cross on that on that on that match. Now Sony Deville and Mandy Rose are gonna win tag titles. Oh, eventually, but not now. But not now. Now it's the Blitz and Cross show. Yeah, because they're yeah. over. Like everybody loves Blitz and Cross. Oh yeah, and there like wasn't the- much of a buildup between this whole thing. Like they're mm-hmm. on SmackDown, so so like yeah. Oh well. Anyway, so next up. For the SmackDown tag titles, we have the New Day versus the Revival. Ooh. Now, this, in my opinion, if done right, has potential to be match of the night. And here's yeah, why. Dude, dude the, I hate the Revival. They're so good. They're, good. they're, they're so good. good. They are so good. The Revival are an amazing tag team. So is the yep. New Day. Um, oh, yeah. New Day is good, too. The only thing I have is... Apart from the whole Randy and Kofi Kingston stuff that involved the revival in the New Day, we really haven't seen much buildup. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm picking New Day to retain. Now, 
I got. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that. I got okay. the revival winning the titles. Okay, fair enough. I have the revival because they they're going to be focusing so much on Kofi that they're going to lose the wind of it, and then they're going to lose the tag to the tag title. I think that's what's going to happen. I could be wrong. That's my prediction. Now that Kofi match isn't until later in the night, though. It, it, it doesn't matter when the match was. I think they're still. I think they're still going to have that match on the match. Okay. That Fair they're enough. going to lose. They're going to lose. It, it won't be. For, it won't be. It'll be for a split second. But that's all it takes. I will tell you this. Okay. If the new day does retain the titles. Okay. I see Kofi losing the world, uh, the WWE title. One's going to happen or the other, yeah. Mm-hmm. One or the other is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, if the Revival wins, then Orton is not the champion. Mm-hmm. However, my pick for the Orton-Kofi match, not to skip ahead, is Orton. Because, here's why. Next pay-per-view is Hell in a Cell. Okay. Randy Orton and the Revival have built up something awesome with their whole storyline. I think it makes more sense to have the heel in Randy Orton come into Hell in a Cell as a champion where the babyface, Kofi Kingston, is trying to fight to get his title back. Mm-hmm. Which would also build up the New Day even more, too. So I see Orton winning that match. What about... well? You know how the draft's coming up here pretty soon, too? Uh, October 11th, it starts. Yeah, you know like the on October 11th? Yep. With that, they may have Orton go to Raw. True. I can see that. So, if they have Orton go to Raw, they are not going to have him win the win. Because they're not going to just have Orton have the title just for one paper. But there is talks of them making a new championship. It's going to take place for the WWE title. Like, they're getting rid of it. Oh, okay. So they're going to have the Raw Universal title and the SmackDown Universal title. Oh, that's all that. I yeah. see Orton winning and then him getting drafted and having to, like, vacate it. And then they're going to be like, okay, well, we're going to make a new championship. I don't think that's going to happen. I think that I think that Kofi's going to beat Orton and get him behind him. And that next Tuesday night on, on that Friday night SmackDown on Raw, or Friday Night SmackDown on Fox, they're going to they're going to unveil the new title. Okay, that'll be interesting to see. We'll talk more about the SmackDown in a minute, um, but let's continue with the card. Next up for the Raw Tag Titles, you mentioned this match: Rollins and Strowman versus Dolphin Rude. Yeah. Now this is the match that I think is the toughest for me to decide because. They need to add more to the fact that Strowman and Rollins are going against each other in the main event. Mm -hmm. I feel it would make more sense for Dolphin Rude to win this match. However, if I was if I was Vince McMahon, and if I know Vince McMahon like I do, Strowman and Rollins are going to win. So my pick is Strowman and Rollins. Okay. 
Um, now, going back, again, skipping ahead. I don't mean to skip ahead. This is the main event, Rollins versus Strowman. We're talking about Rollins. It was Strowman and Rollins. So let's just talk about the main event. So I can see Strowman turning heel. And I see the Fiend attacking the winner of this match, which will be Seth Rollins. Which will bring back the Wyatt family in a way. I could see that. Because but, whoever wins is facing Bray Wyatt next. Here's the thing, though, with that. Strowman's already his own character. He doesn't need a title. Strowman does not need a title. He doesn't need a title. That's why, that's why big men never win titles that much. And, and, yeah. and, and, because because they, they have such a big persona about them, they don't mm-hmm. need titles. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm picking uh, Rollins to win that match. What's your pick yeah. on that match? Something's going to happen in that match. I don't know what, but something's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to be the theme. That's a good prediction for that. Yeah. Or, or Braun Strowman could turn heel. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I, I very rarely – I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. But if it, if it does happen, that's – that was a very good guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that would be a very good guess. I just saw the final for the Steelers Seahawks game. They lost. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, get back to this match. Uh, I but but Rollins will end up winning the match. Okay. They'll still have the tag titles, but Rollins will still have the WWE or the the Universal title. All right. Fair enough. All right. That is again, like I said, that could go both ways. You never know. Yeah. Next up is Intercontinental Miz versus Shinsuke. Ooh. This one again. That, that they built up Shinsuke's character. But they've talked so much about the Miz and his eight Intercontinental title wins. If the Miz wins, he ties Chris Jericho for the most ever. And WWE wants Chris Jericho out of their record books because he's in AEW now. Miz is going to win. But they've just built up Shinsuke. So I see this ending in a no contest. Shinsuke, his character, he's kind of like a big man. Kind of like what we talked about with Strowman with big men not having to have titles. Shinsuke has a big enough personality with his character. He won't need a title. But now he turned heel. True, he but that would kind of defeat the purpose of the whole Sami Zayn thing. I don't know, but yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going Miz though. I'm going Miz too. All right, we got a we got about five minutes left here. I got to try and hurry through through this. Um, next up, U.S. titles: Cedric Alexander versus AJ Styles. I'm going Cedric. I'm going Cedric too because I can see AJ in that title picture on whatever show he ends up on after the draft. I see him going back to SmackDown, to be honest. Yeah, he's um, going to go back to SmackDown. He's going to, get, he's going to challenge whoever's the SmackDown Universal title. Yeah. Whoever that may, If it's WWE title, who, whatever the title is, he's going to challenge for it exactly. again. Exactly. Um, yeah. Next up is no DQ. Um, like the only match that's not a title match, Eric Rowan versus Roman Reigns. Now, I don't know if you follow this storyline, this is the most stupidest storyline that's so confusing. 
doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Um, well, it's predictable to see that Roman's going to win. And they made it into a storyline. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They, they're trying to build up Roman versus Dr- Daniel Bryan, and they couldn't find a way to do it, so they're using this. I see Bryan versus Roman at Hell in a Cell, but I can see Roman winning this. He's going to beat Rowan. Um, yeah. I Next got up. Roman beating. I, I, I got Reigns beating Rowan. Yeah, me too. So next up is the SmackDown Women's Championship. These are the uh, two matches I'm going to talk about. Charlotte versus Bailey. Um, if Bailey, now, here I'm going to say my skip in, in the new camp. If Bailey wins and keeps her title, Becky loses hers and it goes to Sasha, and vice versa. If they, and if Becky beats Sasha, then uh, Bailey loses her title. You know, that's very funny you say that because that's exactly what I was just about to say. Yeah. I can see Bailey winning because she just turned heel. Mm-hmm. Um, she's fresh, freshly heel, so they want her to stay heel and they want to keep the championship on her. And because she wins, Sasha will beat Becky Lynch. I think Becky is no longer as a big a star as she was. Um, she's still a huge star. She's still done amazing things for that women's division, but absolutely, I think it makes more sense for Becky to go in as champion. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the card right there. We pretty much just went through it. Um, so yeah, so thank you for taking the time to sit down and talk to me. It's been a lot of fun. Um, so yeah. Enjoy your Eagles game tonight. Right now, I'm watching Rams versus Saints, so check that out too. Um, I'll be watching that too. Yeah, but I'll catch you later, man. All right. All right. See you later. Bye bye.